how to go from no deals to real deals back. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, so today we're going to jump into a subject that I think resonates with just a ton of agents across the board. And, you know, 2022, 2023, we sort of... had adjustments to our real estate business. Uh, I think that's a nice way to say it. And so I think we're going to talk about um, how to go from no deals to real deals fast. I am Jennifer Sells. I'm in Denver, Colorado. And today my co-host is Katrina. Also by yourself. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Katrina Carter. I am in... Uh, San Francisco Bay Area. I've been an agent for 22 years and excited to host this with Jen today because this is a topic that's definitely on many people's lives. Yes. So long story short, I get, oh, I'm just one of those people who nurture, I help, I do as much as I can. I'm just, it, that's, I don't know, my love language or what makes me feel good inside when I wake up in the morning. So I often get calls from agents that haven't sold a house or agents that have never sold a house and they just need to get on the board and they, they say, hey, Jen, what do I do? Uh, I can't tell you how many hours I have spent on this subject with people. Uh, if, you aren't, if you aren't selling anything or if, you, if you're not on the board, what are you going to do, Right. So in real estate, how do you acquire clients if you don't have the money to put behind it for sponsored ads, for mailers, to pay for Realtor.com or Zillow or Zillow, right? Like you have to make money to be able to spend money. Am I right? So let's talk about getting off the ground and onto the board. You're the primary, your primary objective here is to get on the board. You need the numbers. You need you need to have something listed where on if the public looks you up, they can see that you've sold something. Now, everybody's got, got to start somewhere, right? But our objective today is to get you on that board. Katrina, were you going to say something? Um, no, I was actually just going to say, um, you know, getting from no deals to real deals fast when you first mentioned this topic i was like oh my gosh that's definitely on everyone's mind it were you know a little over six weeks into the year and those people who don't have anything on their board that's exactly what they're thinking about right now so it's a perfect topic yeah <laughs> okay so so about the elephant in the room the elephant in the room in my opinion is pride there's too many agents out there that are worried about what other people are going to say about them or think about them. But ask yourself, do those people that you're worried about, do they pay your bills at the end of the month? No, they do not. So why am I bringing up pride? Um, 
there are just a million and one different ways to get on that board. So you're going to have to do what others want. Anyways, it's digress. Okay, so you're you're a new agent and you have twenty thousand dollars in your savings account, we hope, and you have two credit cards and a mortgage, rent, car payments, you have nothing in your pipeline. Or maybe you're an experienced agent and you didn't manage your commission checks correctly. By the way, that's next week's subject if you want to jump onto that one. Anyways, I digress. Uh, Heads up, you got to pay your taxes and you're scared to death. What are you going to The secret is very simple. As I said just a minute ago, you have to do all the things, everything that the majority of other agents are not willing to do. So let's jump in with some simple stuff and then we'll go over some of the harder stuff. But um, the first thing I suggest is going to the builders. So right now, what are the best sales that you could possibly get are new home books. Uh, I don't know if your MLS is part of it, but we have something in ours called uh, new home source or something. It's right at the front of our MLS. You could jump on it. You can create a custom link to all of the builder properties in our MLS. So definitely check into your MLS and see if that, if you have that, because your little custom link will literally connect to every inventory home there is available in the MLS. So I suggest that you go to the builders, you get a list of all the inventory homes that they have and the incentives that are associated with those. And then I say, hey, ask them if you can walk through the home, do a video, Uh, grab the floor plan, grab the little information sheet and start making posts about those homes. Why? Because rates are, you know, not where we want them to be right now, but how many of the builders out there provide, you know, 2% lower than the average rate? How many of those homes are available in the next 30 to 60 days and the builder wants them off their books. For example, in Parker, Colorado right now, at least three days ago when I did the stats, there were 242 homes available in Parker, Colorado. I was looking at the stats for some of my clients that were thinking about selling and I decided to dive into those stats a little bit more And what I found is out of the 242 available homes, 160 or 150 were actually new built. So that kind of throws your stats off for resales. But what that really tells me is that we have an oversupply of new built homes. Those guys are doing they're, they're giving incidents, they're lowering interest rates for your client, they're giving a client packages. And it's oftentimes an easier sell because we're not really having to worry too much, we hope, about in- inspections. So I say go to those new home builders, 
grab the information sheets, start making posts on your social media, get the word out to your database. That was so crucial right now, new home build. So Jen, a couple things I want to add on that. Yes. One, if you're in an area that doesn't have new home, like I'm in the Bay Area, we are landlocked. Um, so we, our new home builds are only maybe condos or high rise developments. So you could do the same thing here. Also, quite often when you're in an area like that, there, a lot of the buyers can't afford to buy locally. So don't be afraid to drive out a little ways to where your closest new home builds are, um, to then still be able to use this strategy. And then also a lot of people ask, I'm also a mortgage lender. Um, so a lot of people ask why are builders able to offer that lower interest rate? Well, when a developer goes in and starts a development, they actually buy rates in bulk. So they're able to get a lower rate um, to be able to offer to their buyers. So that is the reason why new home builders, um, especially if they're larger builders, are able to offer lower rates um, or it's part of their Part of when they do their numbers as far as how much this development is going to net them, they will actually set aside a portion to buy down interest rates on behalf of the buyer. So that is the reason why that's available. Right. Thanks, Katrina. Okay. So the next big thing that I want to talk to you about is twofold. Uh, You need to build networking groups or you need to be a part of your local networking group. Okay, so this is really important for two reasons. Um, one is not necessarily for business, but in business, if you if you have a group of roofers, of inspectors, of carpet layers, painters, uh, lenders, and specialty lenders, business lenders, commercial lenders, uh, commercial real estate people, all these people, they are in your network. When you need something, you have some you have someone at your disposal. And oftentimes, for example, I have an interior designer in my group. Her name's Christy, love her to death. So these people are also the people that are in homes in your area. So my interior designer, sometimes she's in a home and the Clients have called her to talk to about talk to her about paint colors because they're thinking about selling. Uh, they want to redo the living room and they want to know if the value is there. So sometimes I'm doing market analysis for these people. You have landscapers. Uh, landscapers know who is doing what for you know moving purposes. So. Definitely build your networking groups. I personally have a local group. It's a Facebook group. And um, we sort of revamped it last year and we jumped back in. I had several people call me at the beginning of the year and say, Jen, are you going to do your second Friday meetings? Um, You can do these meetings at low cost too. So I personally hold mine at the event hall in the library. Cost me nothing. And in any given week, we will have on the second Friday at 930 in the morning, we will have 35 tradespeople in there at the low end. And I've had meetings where we've had 75, 80 people in there. So what we do is we go around the room. Yeah. So what we do is we go around the room. Everybody has a 30 second infomercial about themselves. Ask them a crazy question because we're a funny group. Um, 
and we laugh and then afterwards we kind of mingle amongst ourselves and take off and sometimes people go to lunch together etc but it's one of the greatest ways to build your name and your business and a community at no cost so that's a big one too um let's go to the next one are you ready um sphere of influence everybody's got people that they know if you're staying around, we're probably not telling anybody in this group anything new, but in your sphere of, uh, of influence, you should be sending birthday cards. You should be sending videos. You should be sending newsletters, video attacks, you name it. You need to jump on and contact your sphere of influence. Uh, they say that for any past sale that you've ever had, it should over the lifetime turn into, I don't know, six to nine deals. And if you're not communicating with these people, they don't, they don't remember that you're in the business. So please reach out to your people. Yes, um, the statistics on the statistic on this is that you should be able to get on the low end five percent of your business from your data, your sphere per year, and ten percent on the high end, depending on how much you're engaged. So if you have 500 people in your database, that's 50 people on the high end, 25 on the low end, if you're actually staying engaged with them consistently. Yeah. And I suggest you run those numbers because if you are not hitting those, you're not doing those right. And by the way, I'm not perfect. I'm not doing it right all the time. So, you know, that is something that I've been focusing on this year is to get back into my database, Make sure I have all the sources right. Make sure that I have all the emails right. I also run through my database and I make sure that they have it sold, right? And then I give myself that, you know, you're in trouble, Jen, if I find that I've had more than one sell in a year without me, because that's totally on me if they did. I didn't communicate enough, right? So if you and were all guilty of that, yeah. So are you using your CRM? Do you have the CRM? If you don't, please get one. Jump in. I, I know, I think you're EXP. Everybody has access to KB Core, which is a phenomenal system. There's also, you know, anyways, you know what a CRM is. Jump in, get your people in there, everybody that you know, and um, yeah, start using it. Let's see. What are we on to next, Katrina? We are leveraging social media next. Yeah, let's leverage some social media. Stats. Everybody wants to know stats, but they want to know it in a different way. People are really tired, in my opinion, of just information being shoved up onto a screen because, honestly, how many agents in the world just go and they pop stats up and it's boring. So I suggest that you know your stats and you know your stats well and you know them every morning. So I work in, I work all over town because I have a, a few agents. So I need to know Arvada's numbers. I need to know Boulder's numbers. But primarily where I work myself is in Castle Rock, Parker, Highlands Ranch, Littleton and Centennial. And at any given moment, I can tell you how many homes are on the market, how many homes would I have contracted in the last 30 days, 
and what the turnover rate is. So do we have less than a month's supply? Do we have less than two months supply? Do we have two and a half months supply? And being that local market expert really gives you a lot of, you know, up on anybody else that someone is considering. People like you to know your numbers. They they find confidence in that. So I suggest that you get on social media and you do a video and you tell them, hey, by the way, this is what I should have done yesterday that I didn't do and I'll probably do it today. But I was pulling stats and two weeks ago in the area of Parker, Colorado, uh, we had 2.23 months of supply available for homes. But when I was pulling, yeah, when I was pulling the stats yesterday, it dropped to like 1.89. So we're less than fast. Huh? That fast. That fast. And Castle Rock, unbelievably, we have two two majors that, well, we have three zip codes there, but two that most people usually talk about, 80104 and 80109. Um, usually 80109 has a much lower days on the market. It has a much lower turnover but what I found really interesting is that yesterday in 80104, we had like 33, 33 days on the market versus 57 days on the market. I think my numbers are off on that, but whatever. Um, it, it was almost half in 80104. So what does that tell me? It tells me that 80104 just got hot. So knowing that and putting it on social media really will get you clients faster. Know your zips, know your month supply, and start talking about it everywhere that you can. Yeah. And one more thing I want to add, and probably, well, it goes into the last two things you talked about, and it might go into a few things also further. If you already have clients that you're in, in escrow with, or if you have listings maybe that are sitting communicate to your sellers that you're doing all of this work that you're that you're looking up these stats that you're making these videos that you're all of the little details that you're doing i just had a client who expressed to me how she wanted that information uh communicated to her on a weekly basis so she knew exactly what her agent was doing for her um, so make sure you communicate these things. And it also, to, it, you know, it demonstrates to your clients what's your work. You know, the commission question keeps coming up that, that it kind of shuts down that commission, commission question when people really realize how hard we work. For sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to plug my brown here because somewhere in our organization, there is a list that he has provided everyone. And I was going to put it on here today. But for some reason, I can't find it in my computer this morning. I know how convenient. But Mike Brown has a list of all the referral services that you should sign up for. So I suggest you find it and you sign up for every single referral service that you possibly can, especially the no-cost ones. Um, Obsidy, I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But no, Obsidian is the first one that always pops in her head. Homelite, <laughs> um, you know, you, homework, all of them. Get on them, load yourselves, and try to become a referral partner for them. I mean, 
paying 30% out on a transaction or 20% out or whatever that referral service is, is, you know, paying something is better than paying nothing, right? Or making nothing. So jump on and become part of those networks as quickly as you possibly can. Uh, I only have 10 minutes left. And so I want to run through a lot of these as quickly as I can. Um, The next one is call your partners, call them, call your lenders, call your inspectors. And just like I was saying earlier in my networking group, call your interior designers, call your landscapers, say, who do you know? What houses have you been to? Um, Ask your lenders for business. Do you remember, you remember two years ago or three years ago, four years ago, um, we were getting daily calls from lenders. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) But they were sending us like marketing materials. We already had marketing materials, right? Totally different soapbox. But um, do the reverse. Call them. Say, do you have any buyers that don't have an agent? Do you have any sellers that don't have an agent? Do you have any sellers that you know might be struggling that I can just send value reports to? Uh, I won't blow their phone up. Join up with your lenders, call them, and see who you can help. So that's another yes. business, I think. Okay, this is my least favorite, and I don't do it. Uh, but there are some pretty successful people out there uh, that do this. They knock doors. Uh, my stepdad owned a real estate company way back in the 70s. I think it was like a century, 21, whatever it was, it had the brown carpet and all the other blazers. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, he used to say to me all the time, he's no longer with me, but he used to say to me, Jen, you are not in business if you don't have anything on your shelf. And he also used to say, it um, doesn't matter what you do. If you're doing something, your business will come. So get out there and do something, right? That's true. I don't care if you always do something, business will come, right? So knocking doors. You can knock doors. You can, yeah, get out there. But knock doors in the area that you actually want to sell in, guys. And somewhere that's close to your house. Because you remember, we're talking about creating a business without spending money. So you don't want to have to spend $20 in gas to go across town when there's doors right next to you. If you're in an apartment and you don't own a house, do a seller seminar, do a buyer seminar, do a weekly um, cocktail hour at your apartment complex, right? Knock the doors, see the people. Next one. And the best way to door knock is to create whatever inventory of homes are in the area, make a list, go visit those properties first. And then when you're door knocking, you can talk about them. Um, community events. So there is a really cool business concept around here. Love the guy that runs it. Um, he does movie night. And so it's $12. And you can go into your specific neighborhood. You can team up with a lender, an inspector, or a roofer. You can team up with somebody and you can do movie night. You can combine this in with door knocking, right? So you create a movie night, you create whatever night that you can come up with, and you print flyers and you have somebody go 
pick them out all the doors in your neighborhood. That is a great way to get business and become the community market leader quickly, right? So community night. Um, the next one, we kind of hit on this a little bit earlier, but be present. Do not do not shy away from self-promotion. If you sold a listing, put it online. If you have a listing under contract, put it online. If you have something coming soon, put it online. If you see something in the community that's happening that everybody needs to know about, get it online. Because if you're not in the now, you're not going to get business. It's just not going to happen. So yeah, and be the secret agent doesn't benefit you. Yeah, I like that term. You're not going to get hired if they can't see you. So please be seen. Uh, next one, niche. This is a big one, okay? So I think like in my town, it's really hard to get the divorce records, but you could be a divorce agent. You can look for, well, I mean, the foreclosure market isn't coming back for us, but you can still market to people who are in pre-foreclosure. So look those up. I had a client, um, I actually had an agent, not a client, an agent three years ago, I moved into a little town called Inglewood here in Colorado. And it's cute little bungalow houses, love it. But the unique thing about Inglewood and Lakewood and this in our lovely state is you can put ADUs, accessory dwelling units, on your lots if your lots are the right size. Why is that great? Because your your seller, your buyer, the, whoever, they can have alternative income to their mortgage. So this agent was struggling, and I said, hey, I just moved you to Inglewood. Uh, he didn't represent himself. He had me represent him. But anyways, um, I just moved into Inglewood. Look into ADUs. So you don't think I did? He literally went to the, the town and he had the town give him a list of every home that had an ADU on it. And then he started marketing to those people and he got the phone numbers. He started calling them and asking if they wanted to stop. And today he is building an ADU company and he walks those homes and he is getting ready to put ADUs on lock. So does that make him a community leader? And is he getting listings? And then he has three listings coming in the next month because of this one action that he took three years ago. The niche. Awesome. And we're running up against our time, so I'm going to talk kind of quickly here. Open houses. I personally despise them, uh, but... Uh, team up with, I mean, you got to meet people. You got to meet in front of people. So team up with a local top producer and hold their first, their first weekends of open houses. Um, ask to do opens even from other brokerages in your focus area. And then print up a little announcement every time you go hold an open two days or three days ahead and walk it to, you know, the nearest 50 homes, 100 homes, whatever you're capable of doing, do it and invite them there. Give them an incentive. Give a, give a giveaway. Give a $25 
um, grocery card, whatever. Get the people in front of you. Um, if you know, there's a big one. If you know, and who doesn't, someone that's leaving the business, call them up and ask them if they have a book of business that, that you could buy or that you could work and, you know, tell them to maybe leave their license on so that you can give them referral fees. But for sure, ask them for their book of business in a very um, nice way. CMAs, CMA drop-offs, this is the last one, and everybody's heard of this one, but challenge yourself to do, you know, 10 CMAs a week and drop them up, send them. Um, I like to stick close to, if I'm telling somebody to get on the board, I like to stick close to where they live. And I like them to focus on either houses that haven't sold in seven years or focus on all the ranches or focus on the houses. Everybody has a pool, which nobody in Colorado has. But anyways, focus on the... (laughs) focus on the houses that have mountain views, right? Become an expert in that area. That way you can generate your CMAs faster, especially if you're doing, you know, ranches that are all pretty much the same. You can almost do a generic CMA and drop it off. Time is money, right? So I think CMAs are a great one. Team up with your title company to find people that are not in the area that don't live here great great way to build your business remember that it doesn't matter what you're doing if you're doing something business will come um yeah so do the things that other people are afraid to do ask for the business without being salesy and most importantly you need to be consistent Do not stop when you get busy and speak your reality because anything you say will come true. Speak it out loud and it will come. Anybody have any questions? Yep. Well, thanks for questions, comments, anybody that we think they see that they would actually implement this week or within the next well, I know I personally am doing more CMA job off to a new farm. So that's something that I've been working on. Very cool. I dare says new homes. Yeah. I know that Debbie's on the call today. And I know that she implemented this uh, strategy a few months ago, six months ago, a year ago. And I know that, yeah, I know that her business has improved since then. And, um, yeah. So next week we are talking about the failures of our commission checks. This one is going to be a not so fun, fun one. So don't forget <laughs> next week. And I hope you've gained value today and I will see you next week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.